Attention all you New Yorkers. Taxi. Okay, we're looking around. This is the 77 WABC minicast. Welcome back. I'm Rabbi Joe Spitasnik. And I'm Reverend A.R. Bernard. By the way, Reverend, I was just thinking that I see the bike lanes, you know, as you go down the street. I want to propose new legislation, and I didn't have a chance to tell uh, our guest who we're going to have on later on, but I was talking to her earlier. We want bike lanes on sidewalks. So at least when you <laughs> when you walk on the sidewalk, you know there's going to be a bike lane there, keeping you safe as you walk, because otherwise it's just turmoil. It's crazy. Uh, these bikes are all over, going through lights, going on sidewalks, going the opposite direction. Uh, yeah, and you raise the bike lanes, you, you, the bikes, you're also raising the scooters. Yeah, And the absolutely. fact that so absolutely. many crimes are being co- committed by scooters. They're talking about needing a license plate for an electric bicycle now. Okay. That's how regulations trying to, you know, change uh, the problems that we're having, well, deal with the problems. Regulation is a key word today. So, Rev, I want to say thank you to you. Uh, you invited me and uh, many others to a screening. Uh, of a documentary. I think it was called Real Faith. And obviously you were the one who, you were the moderator. And I walked away, and as I said to you, I walked away uplifted because I saw a presentation that highlighted the importance of faith, the intersection of faith and culture, as you said, and the opportunities that we have and the necessity of bringing faith into that arena to confront so many of the difficulties of today. Well, mm. well done. Yeah. yeah. Thank you, Rabbi. And thank you for being there. You're very supportive. Uh, we try to support each other and all mm-hmm. the things that we're doing. But we, we shot this pilot last year, and um, we're about to pitch it to some major networks. Uh, but it really takes a look at the issues that are taking place. You know, there is a complex interplay uh, in our society, of religion, uh, morality, identity, and and policies that, you know, we, we try to work through. And although we talk about the separation of church and state, you know, faith and, 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 and American culture, American society, even government, is so intertwined, you know, uh, a lot of the issues that we are dealing with in our society that people are emotionally heated over have, even though they're moral issues, they have a religious underpinning. So to create an, uh, a platform where we can have a program and discuss, uh, you know, the faith side of it, the moral side of it, and see all of these issues through this lens, no matter what religion you are, I think is a powerful platform. Because you and I always talk about creating a space, a safe space mm-hmm. for civil discourse. And we can differ, we can disagree, but we can have a reasonable conversation. And that's what it was about. So well, thank you for being there, you know, and your feedback. What I found so heartening also is you talked about the different traditions, different faith groups, different beliefs. And at no point was the position taken that my belief is better than yours, that my religion is superior to yours. It was, you know, if this has yeah. meaning for you, then it's something that has to be respected. I can have something that has meaning for me that is different than yours, but there is room for both of us. Yeah. I think that's what people are approaching 
broadcasting and content with. All right. They're looking at, okay, is this another attempt to, you know, convert me to proselytize or is this a real fair discussion about the subject matter? We want to bring a fair discussion, you know, and not tell people where to land, but give them something to think about. We believe in our tradition that the desire for God, the transcendent, ultimate reality, is written on every human heart. We pursue it, and it results in all of these different religious beliefs and is codified into ritual and practice that is quite diverse, but it stems from the basic desire to know and understand meaning. What does it mean to live in this world? What does it mean to be human? What is ultimate reality? And, and we, we, we wrestle through those things and then apply it to all of the social issues that we're wrestling with as well. And you don't have to compromise your religious identity to be liked or respected by someone else. The right. people that right. you interviewed were very proud. They mentioned Hashem, they mentioned Jesus, but mm-hmm. no one mm-hmm. said, no one gave a diluted interpretation of a tradition to satisfy someone else. And I, and I think that is such an important statement that you can be so committed to your tradition and not in any way be, be an adversary to someone who has a different tradition. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely, Rabbi. And uh, we have a guest that's coming we up. We do. Before we do, I wanted to shoot something at you. Do we have a moment? Uh, what, what's on the clock? About a minute, here, Rabbi. You can a give minute? me something to think about. All right, go ahead. I, I, I will tell you, I, I read from this particular translation of the New Testament to my congregation on Sunday. And I told them I don't agree with it, but it's an attempt to be relevant. It's a New Testament for the Gen Z. It's an unofficial. What was wrong with the old one? Translation. <laughs> I don't yeah, know. Yeah. But let me give you an excerpt, right? And you'll, ahead, you'll, you'll probably recognize this. Uh, it's taken from the Gospel of Matthew. Um, he was like, hey, teacher, which commandment is the most important in the whole law? Mm. Jesus was like, yo, bro, listen up. <laughs> the biggest deal is to love the Lord your God with everything you got, your heart, soul, and mind. This is right here. This is the top commandment, man. One that trumps them all. What do you think, Rabbi? You know what? What do you think? <laughs> Look, it's not something. It's not something that I'd be comfortable with. However, however, we are not attracting all the Gen Z people that we want. If a different interpretation that still values the other tradition can bring people forward, can get them into the pews, then there's something to be said for that. And this is a big debate because my, my people responded by, what about the sacredness, the holiness of Scripture? And, and they're right. There should be, yeah. you know, something sacred about the text. And yet at the same time, we need to reach to these people. Yeah. How yeah. do we do it? What are the boundaries? We're not going to answer that on you this know, program. Maybe once we get them in, we can get them to, you know, to look at it differently. But let's, let's try to get them in. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Council Member Ina Vanikoff is our guest today. And um, she's a Republican on the city council. She's a very strong person in terms of uh, her principles, and we are happy to have her. All right? Yeah, so stay tuned. Don't touch that dial. We'll be right back. More of The Rev and the Rabbi. 
This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to PriorityGold.com. 